Come on, let's let's give Jesus a big hand clap. Can you do that? Come on, let's give Jesus. Come on, you can do better than that. Come on, higher vision. Thank you so much. You may be seated. Thank you so much. And just uh, honored to be here uh, with you all at one of America's, come on, greatest churches. Okay, let me rewind up. Man, I'm so glad to be here at one of America's greatest churches. Come on. So I just want to thank you for coming and being a part of it. Churches like this just don't happen. And uh, I'm so grateful that there was a couple, come on, that heard to come out. Come on to this Santa Clarita Valley to start Higher Vision Church. Can you give a big hand clap? Come on to the lead pastor and the family. Come on, the team. Come on, come on. We love them. So uh, I want to be on time today, so I see that clock counting down, and I want to be on time today. Uh, Just let me mention just a couple books that we have shipped here. I think the same book that I had last year is called More. How many have ever been through a storm or a trial? Can I see your hand, a storm or a trial? Okay, wow, you got a really messed up church there, Pastor. Just want to let you know, man, they're all jacked up. They're just messed up here. I just want to curious, who, who knows somebody who's been through a storm or a trial? You know somebody who's been through something. Uh, that's why this book is, is for you. If you find yourself in a storm, coming out of a storm. I learned this in life as I'm getting a little bit older. Uh, you're either preparing to go into a storm, you're in the middle of a storm, or you're coming out of a storm. And so I wrote a book, More Discovering the God of More When Life Gives You Less. And you can pick it up in the back for I think $10 and authentically if you really want a book and you can't afford a book just go ahead and take one Uh, and I really mean that just go ahead and grab one say you know what I don't have the $10 but I really need the book because what's going to happen is somebody else they're not going to pay 10 they'll pay 20 to cover your book so I'm just going to trust that God's going to take care of it amen and then also uh, how many like leadership books you want to grow as a leader okay okay three of you fantastic all right I wrote a book, and my, my pastor, Tommy Barnett, wrote the forward to it, Built Seven Principles of Leaders Who Beat the Odds, Escape Average, and Make a Lasting Impact. So it's a great leadership book. They're, they're really easy reads, and I would tell you to get that. That's, I think, $10 in the back, too. And, and then also I have a USB drive that is just full of stuff to encourage you. It's got sermon series, video sermons, all kinds. You just literally stick it in your computer, USB drive. And they're normally forty nine ninety nine. And my staff always says, why do you cut the price when you go to places? Because I really believe people need to get this into their hands. So we'll go from 49 I think it was, to $29, okay? So you can get this, plug it in, and you can actually burn your CDs, your own DVDs, and, uh, and just start selling them. Pastor Benny, don't you know that it's copyrighted? That's right, copy it right. Your eyes are made to plagiarize. Come on, are you hearing me? So you just go ahead and just make sure you go ahead and get some of that stuff in the back. So, okay, let's get in the Word of God. I'm excited. Let's go to the book of Mark, chapter 10. Book of Mark, chapter 10. We're going to begin at verse 46. And I'm so, man, I, I'm pumped up. This church is in revival right now. You can feel it in the air. How many were here this morning? How many were here on Friday night? Wasn't Friday night amazing? Can you give your pastor a big hand clap again because he just tore it up? 
So, uh, Book of Mark, chapter 10, we're going to begin at verse 46. We're going to read a few verses. And it says this, And they came to Jericho as he was leaving, come on, Valencia, with his disciples and a great crowd. Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside, or sitting by the road. Somebody say, by the road. Say louder. Come on, Saturday night. By the road. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus of Nazareth, son of David, have mercy on me. And many people rebuked it, telling him to be silent or to be quiet, to shut up. But he cried out all the more. This proves that Bartimaeus was a teenager. Come on, parents. Give me an amen, right? I got a teenager now. BJ, don't do that. Ah, you know. And so he did exactly the opposite, right? And he called all the more. And he called the blind man, excuse me. Uh, and he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, Call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up. He is calling you. Somebody say, Take heart. Say it louder. Take heart. Get up. He is calling you. Look at his neighbors. Look at his neighbors. Say, Neighbor. Say it louder. Neighbor. Take heart. Get up. He is calling you. Can I speak something right now? I want you all to look at me right now. Look at me right now. Look at me right now. I believe that God's going to put your heart back in you. I believe he's going to help you get up. Come on, because he's going to call you tonight. I believe something powerful is about ready to take place in Jesus' name. He says, take heart, get up. He is calling you and throwing off his cloak. He sprang up and came to Jesus Cristo. Any, any Hispanics here? Ah, oh, more than last year. Praise the Lord. I might have to speak in Spanish. I might have to preach in Spanish tomorrow night if I only knew Spanish. Verse 51. And Jesus, and, and he throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? Very interesting why Jesus was here. What do you want me to do for you when the blind man is blind? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, the ESV is the best translation for this. You know, because another translation said, Rabbi, I want, I want my sight. But, but I love the ESV because it renders it, I think, the best from the original language. is Rabbi, let me recover my sight. Let me recover that which I lost. And Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you what? Has made you well. Welcome to the well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed Jesus on the way. Father, thank you for this word. Pray the next 27 minutes you do something incredible in people's hearts and lives. In the name of Jesus, everybody said amen. Amen. Thank you, keyboardist. I really appreciate your time. I, I believe that um, God is stirring something here at Higher Vision. I was here, I think, about a year from this time last year. Is that correct? And uh, And... and First of all, thank you for inviting me back, Pastor. I guess I did okay. Uh, either that or he couldn't get anybody else, so I don't know what it is. But, but, but I honestly would say this, that I sense there's a greater depth, a greater anointing, a greater hunger. Come on in a greater presence of God here. This year has not been an easy year for a lot of people. This year, from last year to this year, has great height, great Highs come on in great lows. But what's interesting is I travel around churches around America. I have, I think, you know, uh, the, one of America's greatest churches in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we've had incredible things that are happening in Las Vegas. And my wife 
who she all preached here. Come on, at the women's thing, right? She, she's throwing down right now. She's, she's the church, my, our church's favorite speaker, and I, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, it's, it's all good. And, you know, I can't help it if my church doesn't have discernment. But the point is, is that I've traveled a lot of churches, and a lot of churches I go back year after year after year. And I got to be honest, some churches are about at the same level. Some churches have actually has actually kind of kind of gone backwards. But I, I'm not just saying this, but I sense that that God has taken come on higher vision to another level. It's not it's not just the it's not just the uh, the increase of attendance. It's not just the expansion of the building. It's not just the expansion of the vision. Come on, Santa Paula campus. It's not it's not just that. There is something in the spirit. There is something in the Holy Ghost. Can I go old school right now? There's something in the Holy Ghost. There's something stirring, and I can't get away from it. And I, I know I'm going to get to this in just a moment, but I can't get away from it. Because revival is not coming. Revival is here. I'm going to try this section over here. You're a little bit too quiet for me right now. I said revival is not coming. Revival is here. It's now. It is here. It, it, it is as if the, the Ezekiel dry bones and, and, and the Spirit of God is moving again. And, and, and listen to me, the thing, I'm going to prophesy something. The things that have been dead in your life are about ready to come back to life again. There are things that you are trying to control in your life that you can never control in your life. You can't control your husband. You can't control your spouse. You can't control your kids. You can't control who's going to be president. The fact of the matter is, everybody is a control freak. We are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. All of us have this element of control because somehow, some way we think if we just can handle this or handle that. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, you and me both, we've got to abandon our control and look to a God who has everything under control. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to wait to get revved up. I'm going to preach myself happy right now. Because I'm telling you right now, there's only a couple things that you actually have ability in your life to actually dictate and control. It is how you perceive your life, and it is how you think about life. I can't change the circumstance. I can't change the things that have happened. I can't change that, that I come from a broken family. I can't change that I'm Hispanic. I can't change that there's racism. I cannot change a lot of things. But what I can change is how I perceive my life and how I think about my life. Listen to me. Well, you know what? I just can't help it. I just get offended. Offense is never given. It's taken. You could, you could try and offend me, and you could try and give me offense, but listen to me. I only get offended when I take it. I'm making a choice in my old age that I am not going to be the one that's bitter. I'm not going to be the one that's angry. I'm not going to be the one. Listen, you may do something to me and my family, and you may do something to hurt me, but I'm not going to be a prisoner the rest of my life. I'm going to choose to forgive you and let God take care of the rest. I feel something right now. Oh, I feel something. Because you know what, Jesus, I don't even know why I'm saying all this kind of stuff. But I'm just going to move in the Holy Ghost just a little bit right now. Because Jesus says, you know what, in this life, offense will come. But woe to those whom it comes through. I want to release people who offend me 
and let the woeing be handled by God. I'm not going to woe, woe you. I'm not going to, whoa, no, no. You know what? Because I could tell you just, just recently all the crazy stuff the enemies tried to throw against me and my wife and my family and doing all kinds of cray, cray stuff because he's trying to lure me. Let me tell you something. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm going to say this right now. Listen to me. You may be in a battle. You may see things a certain way. You may not know what's going to happen, but I'm here to tell you, you've come to the well. You came to Saturday. You came to Friday. And I'm going to tell you right now. You need to come back Sunday morning and not just stay for one, but stay for two. Why? Because you need to overdose on the Holy Ghost. You need to overdose on the Word of God. Listen, some of you are in such dire straits, my friend. Instead of going home and watching the Real Housewives of Orange County and binging and binging on Naked and Afraid. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Oh, yeah, because you know what? I know I just need an outlet. What would it be like if you made a decision that I'm not just going to come to church on Saturday night, but I'm going to come on Sunday and Sunday night? And who knows what happens if the Holy Ghost moves so strong? We may have to go Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, I feel an Azusa Street stirring. I feel a God, I feel revival stirring. I feel like a well is being tapped in Southern California. No, I feel something stirring. There's got to be a church that taps in to the well of revival. Okay, oh, clap your hands. Come on, keep, keep clapping. Keep shouting. Something's shifting. Something's changing. I feel something. I feel something. I feel the Holy Ghost is moving. I feel the Holy Ghost is moving. Come on, keep clapping for 30 more seconds. Give God some praise. Your breakthrough is not coming. Your breakthrough is right now. I bind every devil. I bind every spirit. I command Satan, loose God's people. No, keep going. Keep going. The devil is defeated. Hell is shaking. The devil is frightened because God's church is arising. I was in my room today, and I felt God speak. He said, I long to do not what I did in the past, but even greater. No, listen to me. You could be the church that taps into that well. The charismatic movement came out. Of Southern California. I have this unusual urge in me. I, and, and I'm just, I don't know what's happening to me. But I sit 
and I was sitting at the hotel, and I felt like I need to go talk to the people about, those people about, about Jesus. I, 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 I've been places, and I'm just feeling this drawing just to go up to people and say, man, I know you think I'm going to be weird, but man, do you know Jesus? What would it look like if Jesus actually had another Jesus movement that took place? And it's not going to be with hippies, but it's going to be with hipsters. It's not going to be with hippies, but it's going to be with the wealthy. It's not going to be just the, the, the hippies, but it's going to be every Every generation. No, if you're going to give, give God a hand clap, give him about a 10-second praise break right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. I wish I could be like Pastor Jared and sing. The atmosphere is changing now. Lift your hands all over this place. I don't want to lift my hands. You don't have to. God could touch you with a bad attitude. I'm under such a heavy anointing that I'm going to break demonic power. He said, how can you do that? Because I'm under authority. And by the way, if you're a believer, you have the authority. This is not a Benny Perez thing. This is a Jesus thing. Where's the gentleman that you have, a, you have a hurt shoulder? Where are you? You got a hurt shoulder. You have a hurt shoulder. Where are you? You have a hurt shoulder. Come quick and get healed. No music. No height. No music. No height. Sirs, take two steps forward, please. Boom. Close your eyes. Healing virtue comes right now. I command healing in the shoulders of these men. I command pain to leave your body. I command every ligament. I command the joint. I command in Jesus' name that you be healed right now by the power of Jesus Christ. I declare it right now, sir, over your life. Be healed. Sir, be healed. Sir, be healed in Jesus' name. Oh, there's the power of God. Be healed in your body. Be healed in your body. Be healed in your body. 
be healed. And I pray for you right now, young man, that your mind, 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 you will not race anymore, but now you're going to have a, a, a sound mind, a sound mind, a sound mind. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Here, You go back to your seat. Thank you. How many send something? You send something. I saw a revival hit a church for six years. From 1992 to 1998, the youth ministries went from 27 young people to 1,000. Every Wednesday night, we started at 7, we would end at 11 on school nights. Power of God was so strong, the kids were collapsing in the parking lot. Listen to me, don't clap. It was so strong that kids would be in the audience, and as they make the altar call, they would start throwing their drugs up on the platform. Heroin. Crack. It was so strong that, that, that condoms would be starting th- hitting the, being thrown on the platform when young people... Men and women, young men and women would take out the condoms and start throwing in the platform as they ran and hit and hit the faces on the ground because they were looking for love in all the wrong places. I feel something. It's scary what I feel. I'm not bringing anything. I'm stepping into something. You see, the war and the battle that you have been waging is because the enemy... Though he does not know the future, he has an inclination of what God is about to do. Thus, my friends, even when Jesus was born, watch me now, Herod actually killed all the, all the children from two years of age and under because he had an inclination. Every time God wants to raise up a deliverer or a church that is delivering in nature, the enemy unleashes all that it can against it. Why? Because he knows that, watch me, the destiny of what's happening in Santa Clarita, I'm going to be so bold as to say this, that the destiny of higher vision is not just this valley, but it is the San Fernando Valley. It is actually Southern California. And I am ready to say in the name of Jesus, your destiny shall be fulfilled. And everything the enemy has gone against you and has attacked you, it's about ready to be turned around in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh! Oh! Come on! There's a guy with the beard, young guy, swaying, black shirt, white. He went like that. He went like that again. Got your hands in your pocket. I wouldn't mess with you. I'd hurt you if we got into it, man. I'm telling you what. You, you know that's not the truth, man. Uh, just lift your hands. Just lift your hands. There's a calling on you. God called you when you were young. God says, I'm going to visit you again. I'm calling you deeper. I'm calling you deeper. I'm calling you deeper. 
power of God is going to touch you in about three seconds. You ready? One, two, three. Boom! In Jesus' name, just got. Boom! In Jesus' name, get him again, God. Bam! Get him again, God. Bam! Break everything off, God. Bam! Let the fire of God hit him again, God. Boom! In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you right now. Lift your hands. I may not preach. I just got to go with the Holy Ghost. I feel something shifting. I feel something changing. I feel, I feel something. I feel something. I feel something. I feel something. I'm going to skip. I'm not going to go to Mark chapter 10. I can't go there. God says don't go there. It's a, it's a nice message. And I know your pastor liked it from Australia, but, but uh, from England. But uh, God says don't go there. And I was moved to Ezekiel chapter 37. Come on with the valley of dry bones. And it says this, it says, and, and, and the Lord now took out Ezekiel, and the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord took me out to a valley of dry bones. I'm here to tell you, my friends, some of you are in a dry place. Quit cursing it and thinking it's the devil. God brought you to that place. Sometimes you have to understand something that the reason why God is doing what he's doing is because he wants you not to be able to figure it out. I'm here to declare something. The devil is not stronger. The devil is not smarter. The devil isn't doing anything in your life that God is not going to orchestrate something. It says that the spirit of God took out now, took out Ezekiel to the valley of dry bones, Ezekiel 37. And it says this, and it says that the, that the valley was very dry and the bones were very very, very dry. That literally was the last remnants of something that was alive. And God took him to this very valley and put him in the center of that valley of dry bones. Could it be that higher vision is a prophetic picture of what God wants to do? Come on in the San Fernando Valley. Could it be that it's a prophetic picture? Come on. Of God wants to do and send Clarita Valley. says that God, it God took him. Somebody say, God took him. Say louder, God took him. Say louder, God took him. God took him to the valley of dry bones. And he says, what do you see? And Ezekiel goes, well, I'm going to tell you what I see. I see a valley full of dry bones, and they're very, very dry. I said this morning, and I'll say it again, God is not into denial. Oh, listen, you can see your issue. You can see your problem. I know you're unemployed. I know you have financial problems. I know what the doctor has said. I know there's relational issues. I know there's family issues. I know there's emotional issues. It's okay. You can see that. But all of a sudden, God asks a question. He says this, look at me, Ezekiel, can these bones live again? Can life come out of death? Can there be a resurrection again? Oh, yeah. And Ezekiel says what I would have said. Oh, Lord, you know. When you don't know what to say, just say, God, you know. Listen, God wasn't asking him a question because God didn't know the answer. He just wanted to know where Ezekiel's faith was. And Ezekiel goes, I don't know. I, they don't know. But you do know, God. And if you know, that's all I need to know. That you know, God. That's all I need to know. Ha. Uh. Ha! Ah. Oh. 
So, the word dry, in, uh, uh, dry bones, that word dry means, watch me, means discouraged, depressed. It literally means that this, uh, these bones represent discouragement and depression and pain and heartache. And yet God is saying, listen to me, Ezekiel, can this change? You know God. And God has the audacity to say that Ezekiel, you prophesy to the bones. Ezekiel, come on, you prophesy to the bones. Ezekiel, you speak to dead things. You speak. And Ezekiel said, as I spoke, watch me as I spoke, it said bone came together with bone. Listen to me. We are men and women. Listen, if you're a follower of Jesus, I know this has been to the extreme, but it's time we begin to take the principle again that death and life are in the power of our tongue. Oh, no. The miracle is in your mouth. Oh, no. Listen to me. You need to speak what God says instead of seeing what you see and don't speak what you see. No, 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 no. I know, I know. You don't know what I'm facing. I don't need to know what you're facing. God knows what you're facing. And it's telling, telling God what you're facing. Say, God, you know what? Instead of me telling you what I'm facing, I need to tell what I'm facing what you say. You get up and you begin to prophesy. You get up and you speak again. You get up and you begin to say again. You get up and begin to say, no, no, no. Try bones, live again. Son, live again. Daughter, live again. Husband, live again. Marriage, live again. Church, live again. Young generation, live again. God. God. All around us. There's death. All around us, there's political turmoil. All around us, there's financial stuff. All around us, oh, my friends, we are surrounded by death. But it's a setup for God's divine resurrection life. Can can these bones live again? Prophesy, prophesy, Ezekiel, prophesy, prophesy, bone came to bone. And then it said, watch me, and muscle came, and sinew came, and skin came. And now they were laying there, a body fully covered, a body again. But Ezekiel says, but they were lying there, but there was no life in them. This, my friends, is a prophetic picture, watch me, of a lot of churches. This is a prophetic picture of religious institutions that they look good. Come on now. Everything's seeming like it's all together. And now you've got a body with muscle and skin, and it looks good. But there is no life. I wonder if God is going to raise up higher vision. And listen, it's going to reach the ultra-wealthy and the lowest of the low. Because when the presence of a God is in a place, I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your belief is. When God begins to move, everybody comes alive again. I feel something. I feel if you're going to clap, don't give me no. Give God up. The atmosphere is changing now. That's what he says. He says, Ezekiel, 
Ezekiel. Look at me. Ezekiel. What's your name? Yeah. Come here. Tyler. Ezekiel. Prophesy to the four winds. Prophesy to the four winds. Now, what does that mean? You play video games? Used to. What do you play? Call of Duty. All right, good. You like sports? What do you do? Basketball is my game. Afterwards, I'll cross you over, snap your ankles, and I'll just, ha. How old are you? 15, that's even better. I'm going to dominate you on the basketball court. Oh, yeah. But God, Tyler, has the audacity. Your name's Tyler, right? It's not a word at all what you told me. Uh, oh, he's flowing. He knew the name. He told me. But you get some guys that they try and act like they got a word when they don't get a word. See, I'm out to change the perception of the supernatural. That you, you can actually be cool, hip, talk about sport, and the power of God still hit somebody. He says, he says, I want you to speak, Tyler, to the wind. Look at me. You... Dear lady, on the second row, have the power in your mouth to cause the wind of God's presence to come in dead places. No, God. Look at me. Come, 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 come. Look, raise your hands. Look, look, look. Come, come. Keep walking. Keep walking. Look, 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 look. Right. Look, look. Just. The power of God. Oh, you don't even know. How many of you would just say, God, I wanted to go to whatever level you wanted to go to this weekend? What happened to her, bro? That was a Kershaw fastball just hit her. Amazing. Tyler, you're awesome. I want you to close your eyes and say this with me. Say, Jesus, I open my mouth and I ask for the wind of God to come in my life. I want the real thing. I don't want religion. I don't want anything that's not real. I want you. Now watch. No music. Jesus, do me a favor. I love this kid. I don't even know him. But there's something special about him. Come like a wave and touch him, Jesus. Atmosphere is changing now. No music, no music. I'm going to be the music. 
There's a purpose to what I'm doing, what I'm doing. I don't need an atmosphere. God's here. Lift your hands. You don't have to see. You can lift your hands. Lift your hands. It's crazy, God. Really? Really? I need four business people, men or women. That you're going to, don't come up here too quick. That you want to say, God, use me to be an income generator for the kingdom. Use me to funnel. I'm not even going to talk about hundreds of thousands. Use me, God. Now, don't move too quick. And some of you understand what I'm about to say. But some of you have the, the ability to actually be used by God to channel, channel millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars into the kingdom. And you say, you know what? I want to be one of those. I, I keep hearing four from the Lord. And there's more. That's more. That's fine. But I'm telling you, I feel something right now. This is a holy moment. God is looking for men and women he can trust. Just lift your hands. Lord, I pray for unashamedly Business deals, contracts, open doors that you can use these men and women to channel hundreds of thousands of dollars and maybe one or two of them might even write a million dollar check to the kingdom of God. Lord, there are some, I, there's, there's a few people that are out there. You don't want to come up there, but it's in your heart. God knows because I just sense that right now. Somebody, I believe God is going to bless in such a way that you're going to be able to write a million dollar check in the name of Jesus. And you're going to be able to do it. And you're going to do it incognito because you don't want the glory. You don't want anybody to know. But I'm telling you right now, God is pinpointing somebody. It's beating in your heart. It's bearing witness with you in the name of Jesus. And my friends, do not wait for that day to come. Begin even now to sow a seed into what God is doing at higher vision. Pastor didn't tell me to do this. Nobody told me to do this. I'm telling you, I'm under an anointing from God. There is something that is shifted. There's something that is changed. And I pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you want a financial breakthrough to be used for the glory of God, if I were you, I'd stand up and shoot your hands towards heaven and say, God, here I am. Say, God, say, God, here I am. Use me as a conduit. Of financial blessing to the church, to families, to ministries, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy financial breakthrough over my life, in the name of Jesus, I prophesy to the four winds. over time, so I'll turn it back over. I'm
Well, you're saying no, but I need to get direction because I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Well, it says a, it says a minute. I'm, I'm past my time. I, I'm a man under authority. I'm, I listen. I'm hungry already. I want to go eat. <laughs> he, he, didn't pay, he didn't give me anything. He didn't even feed me before I got up here. Like, man, I'm just like manual labor. Here I am. Oh, keep going. It's flashing. Keep going. That's the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, listen to me. So I'm not going to go very much longer, but how many of you sense God something, something stirring? How many, how many of you, listen to me, listen to me. How many think this could keep building? Imagine tomorrow morning. Imagine tomorrow night. Imagine Monday night. I'm not even looking at him, but he doesn't have to show up. I'll just show up. I don't need a band. I don't need all the LED screens. We're just going to have church. And we're going to see people saved. Come on, people healed, people delivered in the name of Jesus. Revival, Pastor, you didn't say, is, is it coming? Revival is right now. Revival is right now. Revival is right now. Woo! I hear the Lord say, son, you've tasted and you've touched that which you've tasted and touched i'm about ready to let you live in i can let you live in a place of a perpetual sense of my presence and the lord says that literally as it seems like it may get dark as it seems like there's not quite much understanding, the Lord says, as you close your eyes, my presence will fill you again. You're going to live in what you've tasted and what you've seen. You're going to live, and I've been preparing you, not for 11 years or 12 years, but I've been preparing you in the, mother, in the, in the womb of your mama. When you were in the womb of your mother, God has been preparing you even before you hit the planet. He was preparing you for what I believe to be one of the greatest revivals and moves of God that will shake a city and shake an area and shake Southern ah, California. I hear God say that I'm going to mix anointings of like Jack Hayford and revivalists. I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to have an anointing of a teacher and a prophet. I'm going, to, I'm going to have an anointing that I'm putting on you. And it's a unique anointing. It's a unique grace that has never been seen before. That you will be able to sing like David and take down giants like David. Oh, God, I feel something. I feel something. And the Lord says that he's going to bring more mighty men and women around you. I see 400 mighty men and mighty women that are around you. These are men and women of renown. Men and women that will take down giants. Men and women that will begin to do great exploits. What you thought was people discouraged, depressed, discontent. 
They were coming to the cave of Adullam, which is higher, higher vision church. And I'm about ready to unleash and release something so mighty that the history books will write about it. Church history will write about it. Here he comes. You ready? Stretch your hands out towards Pastor Jared. Say this and say, Jesus, give him everything and more. Say, Holy Spirit, fill him again, 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 again. About three seconds. Watch this. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Nobody touch him unless it's his wife or his family. But nobody else touch him, please. Everybody look up towards heaven. If you are backslidden away from God, you need to get right with God or you've never said I've, I, I've never put my trust in Jesus. I've never become born again. I've not preached on salvation, but the Spirit of the Lord is here. The atmosphere is changing now. Mm-hmm. If that's you, listen to me. If that's you, you need to come back to Jesus or you need to, re- to accept Jesus and become born again for the first time in your life. Get out of your seat and join me. It could be one. It could be none. But get out of your seat and come right now. Come right now. I'm, I'm right now. Come on. It's time to come back home right now. It's time to come back home right now. It's time to come back home right now. Sir, it's time to come back home right now. It's time to come back home right now. Come on, sir. It's time to come. Come on, young man, right now. Come on. If you're going to clap, don't give no. Give God a big. Come on. Come on, ma'am. You know who you are. You need to come back home right now. If you're going to keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Don't, don't. Keep. Come on, keep. Don't stop. Don't stop. Something's shifting. Something's changing. Spirit of the Lord is here. Watch this. Watch this. I'm going to do something. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. You getting right with God? Yes. Yeah. What's your name? Daniel. Daniel, God's never let go of you. God's hand is on you. God has called you. You're a mighty warrior. Look at me. You're a mighty warrior. This is your moment. This is it. Sir, there's no turning back. It's all for Jesus. 
Got saved in a Baptist church, sir. I didn't get, get saved in a charismania, crazy, rattlesnakes, and all that kind of crazy stuff. I got saved in a, in a Baptist church. Good Calvinist theology. And they, and they sang this song, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided, come on, sing it, to follow, no turning back, no turning back. And they said this, though none go with me, still I will follow, though none go with me. Still I will follow, though none go with me, still I will follow, no turning back, look at, no turning, and he said one more verse, the cross before me. The world behind me. Come on. The cross before me. The world behind me. The cross before me. The world behind me. No turning back. So, I'm going to do one other thing, and I'm going to ask you to look to the person on your right and your left and say, do you need to be down there? If you do, I'll go down there with you when I say three. That's why I'm standing by a pastor. I know. You need to tell them, do you need to go down there and make it right with God? When I say three, don't do it right now. When I say three, you're going to ask the person right and your left, and they say, yep. And then you say, I'll go down there with you. And they say, okay. And you'll come down with them. Are you ready? One, two, three. Ask the person you're right and your left right now. Just ask them. You guys are already down here. So come on, ask. Come on. And, and if they need to come down here, grab their hand and say, I'll go down there with you. Come on right now. Don't let them walk down by themselves. Don't let them walk down by themselves. Come on. 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 Don't let them walk down by themselves. Come on. Come on, higher vision. If you're going to clap, give God a big hand clap. Come on. Spread out. Pastoral team and the prayer team, help me out. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Somebody's got to shout. Somebody's got to get excited for what God's doing. Keep coming, keep coming. Spread out, spread out, spread out, spread out. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. I don't want anybody to keep coming. You know who you are. Come on, there's room on my right, room on my left. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Come on, people are still coming down. You know you need to get right. Come on. Come on, people are still walking down. Come on, they're walking down. Come on, backslider, come back right now. Come on, somebody get saved right now. Come on, this is your moment right now. It's time to confess Jesus as Lord of your life. Come on, there's a, oh my God, get ready for Monday night. Get ready for Tuesday night. Get ready for revival all week long. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready. It keeps, it keeps going. 
Can you, can you play that song that I'm singing? Not, not the one, you know, uh, the atmosphere is changing now. What you don't know is that I've been listening to that song on repeat. What you don't know is I have my headphones in my ears. You don't know is that I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, right now I'm in a zone. I'm in a zone with God. I mean, I'm not talking about on the platform. I'm talking about off the platform. I, I, I think about him. I'm just, I, I'm asking God, God, I see a revival. Listen to me. I see a revival from Las Vegas to Southern California. God is looking like. He's looking at higher vision. He's looking at my church, the church LV. He's looking for places to visit again, places that he can come again. And I see the rich and I see the poor. And the, listen to me, the way we're going to get a race, get rid of racism is not by a political agenda. It's by the church of Jesus Christ standing up and saying, oh, no, no, no. Everybody is equal. Come on, somebody at the cross. So who's down here? And you're saying, I'm giving my life to Christ. If you're down here, raise your hand. You say, that's it. Come on, raise your hand high. You said, there's a bunch of you that said, I'm giving my life to Christ. This is it. This is it. Tomorrow I'm preaching a message that God gave to me. I appreciate it. At Fullerton, California, and the glory of God hit the place. And literally, miracles begin to happen. Salvation begin to happen. There's a revival happening in Vegas. People are getting healed, saved. God's about ready to give us a bigger building so we can handle a bigger harvest. The reason why you're expanding isn't so you can say, look, our church is getting bigger. He's increasing your, your capacity. Hollywood is going to be infiltrated even more from this church. So we're going to pray a prayer in the front. And then Pastor, uh, is, Pastor can you help me? Pastor James, is it? Pastor James. So, Pastor James, I'm going to pray a prayer, and then we're going to have them transfer over there. So you could, you guys could talk to them and make sure that whatever you guys do is your next steps, okay? Sir, is it you or your daughter getting right with God? Who is it? Who is it? Or is, this, is this? Who is this? So, are, are you getting right with God, or is she getting right with God? You are. What's your name, sir? Francisco. Can I tell you something, Francisco? God is not angry at you. God is not mad at you. God so loved you that he sent his son to die as you on a cross so you can live as him in the earth. You cannot embrace the good news until you understand the bad news that all of us are separated from God because of our sin. You cannot be good enough. You cannot earn it or deserve it, sir. It is a free gift. The Bible says this, we are saved by grace through faith, not of our good works, lest any man or woman should boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. The good news is this. True repentance is not an emotional feeling. It's not crying at an altar. That might be kind of like the outward feeling for some of you, but true repentance is this. 
And I'm going to teach you, listen to me. Old covenant repentance is turn from something. New covenant is turn to someone. Look at me. Here's my sin, whatever it may be. And Jesus is beckoning me. As I turn to Jesus, I turn my back on sin. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm not, oh no, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. I hate you. I, 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 no, no. It, what you need is don't hate that. Receive the love from Jesus. And, and watch me. As I turn to Jesus, repentance is a change of thinking, which leads to a change of lifestyle. Now, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. High five. High five. You know, I love you, man. Look at me. I love you. I'm going to keep speaking your destiny over you. Listen to me. I don't know everything. I don't know anything. I don't know whatever. I'll keep coming back for you. Listen to me. Because that's how much I believe in you. But what, how I believe in you and how your mom and dad believe in you is nothing compared to how God believes in you. I'm not going to promise you everything's going to change overnight. I'm not going to promise you that all the stuff that's happening inside of you, because I can feel a lot of stuff happening inside of you, is going to change overnight. I'm not going to promise you that. What I'm going to promise you is we take the first step. And you got to quit moonwalking. Leave that to Michael Jackson. Can't keep, you can't moonwalk back. You gotta. So, everybody, help these people. Because how many believe that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, come on, that we shall be saved? How many believe that the Bible says that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be what? shall be saved. Pastor, you don't have to come back on Monday night. I'll just stay. I'll just hang out. I'll just come on Monday night. You don't you understand what I feel. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, everybody pray this. Dear Heavenly Father, right now, I turn and put my trust and faith in Jesus Christ. I confess that he is risen from the dead. He is now seated at the right hand of the Father. And I receive salvation right now. Close your eyes. Say, Holy Spirit, fill me right now. Fill me right now. You watch what he does. Lift your hands high towards heaven, especially the ones in the front. Come on, lift your hands high like you want to receive something from the Holy Ghost. Fill them, Lord. I break in the name of Jesus every demonic stronghold. By the blood of Jesus Christ and by the power of the name of Jesus, I take authority right now 
over everything that would hold back every young man or every young lady, every older man or every older lady right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I command right now everything to go. I command right now in its place the Spirit of God to come. I command right now every spirit of hatred, every spirit of condemnation, every spirit right now that is vexing every man up here, every lady up here, I command you to go and to loose people right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Now! Now! I want that song. The atmosphere, that's what I want. Sing that. Come on. Come on. Sing it. Come on. Those of you that are down here praying, come on, sing it. right there on the end. You just turn like that. The black, yes. And who's next to you? Can you guys come just for a second, please? 
you're going to prophesy, dear lady. You're going to open up your mouth and you're going to begin to prophesy. And dead things are about ready to come back to life again. Dead things are going to come back to life again. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I just thank you. I lay my hands right now. And you just receive your healing. You receive the touch from God right now. This is real. It's not emotion. It's called the presence of God. One, two, three. Now! Boom! Just hit you. That was real. Sir, just, just grab my hand. Watch out for the gun. But we're going to walk. Me and you are going to walk just for a second. Watch. We're going to walk. 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 Take my other hand. Come and turn around. We're going to walk. God says, I, I'm taking you by the hand. I'm taking you to new places in the spirit. I'm taking you to new places. I'm taking you to new places. New places. You're coming out of dry places into fruitful places, bigger places, expanded places. Are you ready? One, two, three. Now. Boom. Just hit you. That was real. That was real. That was real. Oh, my God. That is real. That is real. Who has been suffering from from you feel like a heaviness on you you feel as if like you're carrying a weight around you love jesus and and, and everything but you just feel like man i don't know i feel like i just kind of just have this weight on me it's almost like a heaviness or a depression if that's you get out of your seat and literally run down here as fast as you can get down here right now just move 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 move, move as quick as you can Quick, 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 come right now, quick, come right now. Are you ready? Ready, ready? Quick, 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 run. Yeah, 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 run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come, 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 come. Just come over here, fill in over here. Just go around, just go around and come on. Keep coming down. Keep if that's you, I want you all. Come on, keep coming, keep coming. Come over here. Come over here. Just just walk around. That's all. You just you just push it forward. That's all. It's not a big deal. So, Pastor James, I need your prayer team that are going to come. They're over there. They're packed out over there, okay? Do we have any more prayer or pastors that could just stand behind them at least? Okay, fantastic. Stretch your hands out towards these people. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, Lord, that you said, Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. This is very interesting what I hear from God. I want you to, what, don't, don't pray for them yet. Please look at me. Please, please hold on just for a second. Please look at me. Please look at me. Please look at me. Please look at me. Please look at me because it's a word from God. I hear the Lord God saying this. Listen. Quit trying. Stop trying and start trusting. Don't try and get free. Don't try and get a breakthrough. In just a moment, you're going to shoot up your hands and say, Lord, I go from trying, I'm trusting you right now. And the presence of God is going to come. And something is about to shift. And watch me, it is not about the moment. This is a very sacred moment. But what happens in the moment is now God says, now take a step. 
and you come back tomorrow on Sunday, and you come back Sunday night, and I keep throwing it out there, it doesn't matter, Monday night and Tuesday night, or you come back next Sunday, and watch me now, it's step by step, somebody say step by step, so lift your hands towards heaven, right here in the front, and say, dear Jesus, I stop trying, close your eyes and say, I start trusting right now I trust in your love I trust in your forgiveness watch I won't try and get people up too fast I leave them down there here comes the power of God ready are you ready are you ready in the name of Jesus right now be free be free I command every spirit of heaviness I command everything that is vexing you to loose you and let you go right now in the mighty name of Jesus I command freedom right now I command right now I command right now every spirit you come out in the name of Jesus come out right now in the name of Jesus I declare freedom right now in the name of Jesus I declare freedom right now in the name of now now with the black hair you're all the way in the back and so we were singing I'm ready to transition God says she doesn't have to come up here I'm going to go back there close your eyes I'm going to say what I'm hearing God knows the struggle God knows the personal thing And I thank you that no longer in certain nights will she feel this fear that has vexed you at night at times. Is this true? Yes or no? Okay. It is an intimidating spirit that has been sent to intimidate you and harass you. But God says the miracle is in your mouth. That you have power in the name of Jesus. You're not going to be a casualty. You're not going to follow in the lineage of your family. You're not going to be in the same habits, same dysfunctions. But freedom is here and now. When you want to be touched, lady, by Jesus, when? Okay, say right now. Boom! Right through you. Boom, hits you again. Boom, like a wave. Boom, like His glory is all over you now. Fill her with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. 
fill her with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. Somebody help her up. Somebody help her up. A young lady. Somebody lady help her up. I want you to get out of your seat and come down here quick. Quick, quick, quick. Come, 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 quick. Come, 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 come. Come down the middle, please. Come, 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 come. God is healing your blood. A blood disorder. I don't know what that is, but he's healing your blood right now. He's healing your hormones right now. He's healing you right now in the name of Jesus. Anxiety is coming off, I see right now. The worry is coming off. The fear is coming off. And you're receiving again the grace of God. Who's this with you? Who's this with you? Martha. You know her, Martha? No, you just came up with her. You go to church here, Martha? Higher vision, you come to church here. Martha, grab my hand. Say, Jesus, I'm all in. All in. Just hit you. That's power. I break addiction. I break addiction in the name of Jesus Christ. I break addiction in the name of Jesus Christ. I break every addiction. Who told you you're not beautiful? Who told you you're not loved? That's a lie. You're loved, you're special, you're unique in the name of Jesus. Let's sing one more time. Spirit of God, here we go. Sing it one more time. grab him. He's here. He's here. Come on. What is it that you need? Maybe it's a hope. Maybe it's a vision. Come on. Maybe it's peace. Just grab a hold of Jesus in your own way. Say, God, I'm here. And I reach out to you. I call upon your name. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Lord, save us from our fears. Save us from our sickness. Save us, Lord, from our doubt. Touch your people. Open up the well and pour out your spirit 
upon all flesh. Let your sons and daughters prophesy. Let your young men see visions. Let your old men dream dreams. God, pour out like you said in the book of Joel. On all flesh, on all flesh, pour out your spirit in Santa Clarita. Pour out your spirit in the San Fernando Valley. Pour out your spirit in the Antelope Valley. Bring your spirit alive. Let it fall. Let it pour. Lord Jesus, revive. pastoring an amazing church there. They oversee about 150 churches in Kenya. I declare to you that you are not here by accident. You're not here on holiday. You're not here on vacation. You're here because it's been an appointed moment from God for you to stand in this place. Because there is a fresh anointing, a fresh fire that is falling upon you. And it's going to touch your city. It's going to touch your nation. Come on, declare with me. God, send revival to Kenya. Come on, declare it. God, send revival to Kenya, God. Pour out your spirit. God, you're passing a mantle from Elisha to Elijah. And Lord, from Elijah to Elisha. There is a, a, a double portion that is on you, Benjamin. I'd speak it over you. I release the spirit. I release the glory. I release the power for that nation to be changed in Jesus' name. Change Kenya in the name of Jesus. Come on, do you believe it? Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Got a spark. A fire has been lit in the name of Jesus. Breathe on it. Breathe on it. Breathe on it, God. Breathe on it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Spirit. Spirit.
about, I don't know exactly, but somewhere around eight years ago, maybe nine years ago, um, I was in a time of prayer, and I was talking to the Lord. And I said to God, I said, God, why here? Why here? Why did you bring Devet and I and our family and so many wonderful friends? Why here? God, why are, why are we here? Why didn't you take us somewhere else? And I want you to hear this because Pastor Benny doesn't know this. He doesn't know about this story. But I want you to see how God works and how he, he brings his promises. And if you're really tired, you can sit down for a second, all right? Because we're going to, just a second, we'll shift and make a change here. So I asked the Lord, why here? And then the Lord began to show me things. And it was like, I don't know how to explain it, but it was a vision. It was, he took me to Azusa Street. And he began to show me spirits of revival that have been released in the Southern California area. In fact, the Lord said to me, I have had a heart. I have always had a love for this region. And I poured out my spirit on this region for a purpose. And he took me from the Azusa Street revival to the Jesus movement, to um, what happened with the Vineyard movement, with John Wimber, and to Pastor Jack Hayford, and Church on the Way. And he began to, sh- began to show me these outpourings of his spirit of revival that broke out. And I said, God, why here? And, and he simply said this, and he, he, he referenced to me the Jesus movement. He referenced to me Pastor Jack Hayford. He referenced almost the things that Pastor Benny was saying. And here's basically what he said. He said, Jared, the reason I have brought you here is because there is a mantle. And I don't want to get into a teaching of the mantle, but a mantle represents the authority, represents the calling, represents the release of God's divine grace and power. There's so many things that are there. But he said, there is a mantle and it is laying on the ground. It's been picked up by men of God throughout this region. William Seymour had it. Chuck Smith walked in it for a season. John Wimber walked in it. Jack Habert walked in it. And he said, it's a 40 regular and that's your size. Now, please hear me today. I don't ever want to in any way try to communicate something that I feel like that I am something of value or I am something of that would think anything of myself. I was humbled when I heard that and he said, Jared, he goes, the same spirit that is there, there's a mantle that's laying on the ground like Elijah. He passed the mantle and if you notice in that story, the mantle came. Elijah, Elisha never had to pick up that mantle. Because God had said through Elijah that if he saw Elijah go, that he would have his blessing. But yet even so, when Elijah went, he said, My father, my father, the mantle was on the ground. And there was something inside of Elisha that said, I'm not going to let that mantle go. And he grabbed the mantle. I think it was the, the, the act of faith that sparked God's heart. And he grabbed that mantle and he put it on. And he walked back to the river and then he took it off and he struck the water with that mantle and he says where is the God of Elijah and the waters parted and the, the, the new journey the new season the new revival the double portion it began and the Lord spoke to me eight years ago and he began to talk to me about having Pastor Jack pray over me and, and 
over our church and that God had planned something special in this region, that he was going to release and open up wells that had been dug, but they got filled with dirt. He was opening up a spirit of the glory of God and bring and was going to bring revival that would shake this region. He began to pour all that out. And over the years, we've had prophetic word after prophetic word after prophetic word that has said it over and over and over again. In fact, you don't even know that this very spot that we are are at right now was prayed over by intercessors like 20 years ago that came and began to, to, to literally go throughout this valley asking God where they were supposed to pray. And they landed on this corner and God began to speak to them and say, a church is going to be here. And he began to speak to them that this was a gateway for the divine release of the flow of revival of the grace of God. And guess what this center is called, by the way? Gateway Promenade. Come on. And 20 years later, when everybody, when all the city officials, when the the county all said, no, you can't put a church there, God opened a door. He made an exception. And now there's a church here. Gateway is here. The point I'm making is that this is the divine destiny from God. God has brought a team of people. He's brought our family. He's brought you. And there is something that goes beyond just going to church, hearing a message, taking your kids to junior church, going home. God has something divine that he is doing. And I don't know about you, but if God is saying that revival is here, I don't know about you. I want to say, God, bring revival. God, release revival. God, continue to break out revival. When we filmed that video that some of you saw before, as I was talking, I I started by saying this. I said, a lot of people define revival in certain ways. Some people define revival as, you know, miracles taking place, people being healed. Some people define revival as people getting saved in, in an ongoing, powerful, consistent way. You know, some define it by what, you know, God changing people rededicating their life, people experiencing a new fire and and a renewal in their heart. As I began to pray and think about it, I began to realize, guys, for 11 years, we've seen miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. For 11 years, we've seen salvation after salvation after salvation. For 11 years, we've seen literally people come that were broken and hurt and the fire had gone out and the flame is lit and now they're ready and excited and following Jesus. Listen, I'm telling you what Benny said is true. We're not waiting for revival. Revival is here. God is here. He wants to move. But he's waiting for somebody to see it. He's waiting for Ezekiel to say, I see that these bones can live. And I want to challenge you. Let me ask a question. How many, if, if God starts moving, if Benny feels the leading, how many would say, I'll come out on a Monday night and call out to God? I'll come out and see if God's doing something. How many would say, you know what, I know people that need to get here. I know, I know people that need to get healed. I know people that need to get free. I, need, I know people that need to get saved. I'm going to get them here because if God is moving, they need to be in the middle of where God is. How many would say, i got to get them here because God is doing something. The revival is moving. It's flowing in this place.